Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We have a very special guest for you today. He is an origination specialist, a veteran, a technology evangelist, and he's passionate about automating the lending process. Please help me welcome Steve Tan, Senior Loan Officer at Aviator Home Loans, powered by Edge Home Finance Corp. Steve, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's an honor to uh, be with you on your show. Well, it is great to be with you today. You've got an incredible background, and I really want, before we get into all things mortgage and tech and everything, tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how you got into mortgages. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like everyone has a unique story of how they end up in mortgages. It's not a, uh, one either falls in it, there's a unique story. And so for me, you know, I come from the military side. I was a Navy pilot uh, for about 11 to 12 years, active duty. Got out, started flying for some of the major airlines out there. And uh, one of the big things we did was um, I was a corporate sponsor, and they sent me off a bunch of training about how to learn about net promoter score and how net promoting score works and how you create experience and experience drives essentially a plus up on a net promoter score to where a person chooses you over another person. And so I learned a lot about net promoting scores. And then for me personally, I've always loved personal finance, helping people out. So I got into some financial coaching. However, I just didn't have the heart to charge people. I kept handing off refinances. I would see where they could save money at and kind of do a detailed uh, conversation and analysis with their personal finance. And so then finally someone's like, you should just become a loan officer. And I was, how do you do it? And so we researched it. So we've been doing it about two years. Um, at this point, I worked in retail at one point. Then I worked for a non-delegated correspondent. And now I'm just kind of on my own uh, aviator home loans powered by Edge uh, Home Finance. So they kind of dropped the engine and just kind of let me drive at this point. Uh, but that's how we got into, um, you know, the loan industry. Fantastic. And I love that background. And I'm going to ask you a little bit more about your military background in a second. But part of one of the things that I know you're very passionate about is really providing that financial literacy uh, for other veterans, for other people that have served our country. So talk to me a little bit about that and some of the organizations that you may be involved in. Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely, um, you know, VA is a passion of ours. I'm a VA person myself. I use the VA loan. Um, so really the first thing we do with all VA loans vets is to let them know it's okay to use their VA loan. A lot of people are told they're not to use it, especially in the tight housing market we're in now. So we kind of educate them. We educate the realtor partners of the benefit, especially in the jumbo range of how to get them competitive with the VA. Um, you know, but for me, you know, the biggest thing when I talk to the veteran aside from the actual loan process is helping them out, you know, making sure that they're getting the veteran services that are entitled to them. If they're getting veteran compensation, are they using the VA? Uh, I use the VA myself personally from an injury from active duty, and I make sure that they get that care. You know, we have a lot of discussions go way beyond a mortgage, but it kind of all wraps in together is making sure that they're in a good place, not only financially, um, but also mentally, physically, getting care they need. Um, and some organizations, you know, I'm not really, I don't have my kind of hat hung with any association. I work with disabled American vets before. Um, I work a lot with the VA, um, you know, teaching people how to fill out VA applications. Like I said, nothing to do with mortgages, but, you know, 
when you look at a veteran, there's a lot of care that happens that happened from the military that we really focus on, that I focus on. Um, we just had a loan we did for a veteran. At, I think he was 71 years old, never even knew he had a VA loan. You um, know, and so we pull that up a lot ourselves. So hope that answers your questions. Well, and I think it's that passion. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on your show. It's about giving back. It's mm-hmm. not just about... I think too long in the mortgage industry, we focused on transactions only and not on the people and not on the relationships. And I love your approach to, hey, let me talk to the veteran. Let me talk to the other people that have served in the military and let me find out what are some of the struggles they're going through and whether they get a loan from you or not, whether it's financial advice that they're taking. If you can help them, you have that strong desire to give back. And I think that's what makes you uh, so different, and that's why I'm so excited to see what happens at Aviator Home Loans because of that passion to help other people. So Absolutely. we've got a very interesting market going on right now, a lot of things going on. What are some of the biggest pain points that you see that lenders are trying to address, and, and what are some of the struggles that borrowers are having? That's a great question. So speed right now seems to be the number one driving force with realtor partners, with uh, positioning a buyer. So, and that kind of ties into the automation piece, and that's what we're so passionate about is automation allows us to give a better customer experience, but it also allows us to move way faster. And we do that through technology of, uh, there's a lot of different companies out there you can use for document collection of how you want to find one, find one that works for you. But you have everything up front. And then, you know, we kind of work, you know, here at Aviator Home Loans is the the experience, I call them touch points you want with the client, with the realtor partner, and really accelerating the realtor partner, making her look like the number one agent is what my goal is. When I transition from the borrower to the agent, I make that realtor look like the number one. And the way we do that is we have a lot of, you know, processes of speed, right? So when I know I have the file, it's clean. You can do the TBD underwriting. There's a couple things you can do. Well, the other thing you can do is you can also help the realtor get the deal. You can call the listing agents. You know, I send video recordings of all my clients of what they bring to the table, how fast we can close. If it's VA, I can do a proof of funds for them, you know, to show them that it might be 0% down, but we have a proof of funds. Um, and that's one thing I try to position the realtor partners is making sure that they are in a position to where we're on a team. She puts an offer in, we immediately call, and then we have technology behind us keeping the process going at a very rapid pace where I'm on the team, the realtor and I are together, we're putting the best foot forward, and so now you have speed with, I call it, a high customer experience for all parties, and it's kind of my goal. Well, I love it, and I think speed in speed, how quickly you respond to the potential borrower, speed and how quickly and how transparent you are with that realtor partner, and really going through the whole process and transaction. Now, let's apply a little bit of your background in the military and logistics Mm -hmm. and automation and talk to our listeners about that background and how you're now applying that to successfully manufacturing a loan. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great segue here. So um, in the Navy, you fly, and then they send you to your disassociated sea tour. So they basically take your plane from you, and they put you in management, I call it, high-level management. They give you 150 people you're in charge of, and you figure it out. But while I was there, it was really neat is um, I live by this rule is never 
an invitation can change your life. Never pass up an invitation in anything you do. And so I got invited to be a part of an uh, innovation project that led me to get a Lean Six Sigma green belt. And so I got my Six Sigma, and then they're like, you have to go to do projects to get the certification. And so we went back to the ship, and you have about 5,000 people on it. And they said, hey, we have a bunch of problems. Anyone in the military understands bureaucracy and all the red tape you have to go through. But it allowed me to really get hands-on with automation and how to streamline processes, how to make efficiencies is what you want to do. But you also also have to have a quality control that does not get reduced. You can sometimes go too efficient until the system breaks. You cannot do that. So when we come to manufacturing alone, and that's kind of where you and I partnered up with, was really going through that process and fine-tuning kind of Lean Six Sigma principles into manufacturing alone to where, you know, the simple example is document collection. No one likes it. The bar doesn't like it. No one likes that process. It's very hands-on and very nitty-gritty. Well, you can automate a lot of that and still have a very high customer experience, and you're not going to break the system in that process. Now, when it comes to appraisals, that cannot be automated. You will break the system if you don't understand the appraisal coming and what the realtor needs and how to rebuttal an appraisal. If it's a VA appraisal, they have different processes. If it's conventional, it's different. You can't automate that out. So we keep that system where I'm the one making the phone call because that will break the system, in my opinion, if you don't educate and you don't, and the realtor doesn't understand how she can help the borrower out. So that's kind of we carry the Lean Six Sigma principles over into manufacturing the loan and building the efficiencies but not ever giving up a process that will hurt the overall product. Love it. I know our listeners are taking a bunch of notes. Talk to me a little bit about, as an originator, what are some of the most important technology pieces that you need to have, right? We hear buzzwords thrown around all the time, POS and web app and, and LOS and CRM. And, and so tell me as an originator, what are some of the components that you've added to the Six Sigma process that you find that are absolutely critical to deliver not only a fast experience, but really one that genuinely interacts with and engages the borrower? So I think the first thing is um, I'm a proponent of mentorship, coaching at any level. Any from, from You have a flight instructor to learn how to fly, and mortgage you need coaching, and athletics. And I think this is one of the keys that uh, I love about, you know, working with you and other coaching programs is each person is going to be different. And you need to identify, are you non-delegated correspondent? You're going to have a different need. If you're a broker, you're going to need a different need. If you're a lender, you have a different need. And so for me, working as a broker, my number one system is the point of sale, the POS system, they call it. And that's where I derived the manufacturing alone from and work backwards from it. And then we add components, and I kept them all separate, and then I integrate them together. You could do it through Zap, Zapier. There's a lot of different ways you can integrate um, APIs, making sure those are clean. But the biggest thing, I think, for the mortgage broker is your point-of-sale system because that's your first experience with your client. It's going to be with that. You said something so critically important, and I think it. I want to make sure that our listeners heard that because so many times – People say, oh, well, I talked to a bunch of brokers, and this is what they're using. But you went deeper and more granular and said, what kind of loans are you going to be doing? What kind of business are you going to be working on? 
really who's that target audience and then what's the best tools and the best applications for that? Because not all brokers are created equal. Not all brokers lend mm-hmm. the same type of loans. They don't have the same target audience. Uh, so I love that insight of really know what it is you want to do first and then go out and start analyzing. Talk to me some of the things that, how do you vet some of these systems? How do you, how do you determine what's going to work for you? Well, um, there's no uh, replacement for hard work <laughs> and a lot of time on the uh, <laughs> a lot of time doing this talking to vendors. Um, when I identified my point of sale system, to me that was the most important. So then I backed it up and said I don't have a lead nurturing system. The term CRM is thrown out a lot. There's a lot of companies that have a general CRM system, but what do you want the CRM to do? Is it lead nurturing? Is it follow-up? you got to find where – so basically you have an eco-cycle of a loan, then you have to plug in each piece of the eco-cycle of a loan. And so you have point of sale, then we said we need to lead nurture the point of sale. I get a lot of people come to me calling and texting. I still fly for a major airline, so I'm still actively busy. So it's very important for me – to find a lead nurturing where I can still keep have drip campaigns on them, using the automation to keep up with them. And usually that will in turn, I'll get a text, you know, a month later from someone I talked to. They said, oh, great email. Hey, we're looking to shop. And so you kind of have the net where you're still providing great service. I looked at all the emails before they go out, how they go out, I customized them. But to answer your question, it's a lot of work. I probably went to, uh, I was actually out in Paris, France uh, for a week, and I went through 12 different, software systems and did demos, follow-ups. But for me, my number one driver was it needed to fit. I scored every system, one through five, in different categories. But my most important was the support I got from that system manager. Can I customize? Do they offer support to me? Do I have to pay for support? There's a lot that happens with a lot of general CRM systems. I think a lot of people just default to because that's what the other brokers do or the other non-delegated guys do, but they don't understand there's a customer service piece that goes with that. And that's what I really wanted was a relationship with a team that could customize things for me, tweak systems for me. Um, And that's how we went through the whole process of finding what, you know, worked. Well, I love it. And that research is so critically important. And whether people are technology lovers or not, they have to realize that technology is a huge enabler of their business. Right mm-hmm. in today's mortgage market, you can't be originating all these loans and doing it on a sheet of paper and trying to do it on paper and still trying to respond and not have something fall through the cracks. So if you're going to be successful, you have to use technology. And one thing that I've always found in working with you is you always ask great questions. You're researching it and you're finding, well, Michael, how would that work? How does this apply to this aspect of my business? And I think. That's one of the critical components that when you ask good questions and you continue to see how would it work for how I do business, that's going to have a profound impact on what technology solution is going to fit best for you. So Mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about you're a broker. There's all these rules, regulations, all kinds of other things that you're trying to manage. 
What are some of the advantages of working with other organizations or organizations that can handle some of the back office, like in Edge Home Finance? Talk to me a little bit about kind of why you chose going that route and some of the benefits uh, for other brokers as they're looking and making decisions. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, when we kind of went on this journey of looking at a lot of different opportunities out there, there are a lot of opportunities. And I think the first thing is you need to find out what do you want, what do you, how do you want to accelerate, um, and what fits out there. And Edge um, really had a unique system of, you know, they essentially are the engine they drop in your car. Um, You know, if you're a brand-new loan officer, it's probably not the best fit for you because you're going to be exposed a lot more. Edge is going to give you the tools, the means. um, But one thing with Edge that I found that was really neat is, you're with a lot of like-minded people was one of my number one things. I went out on LinkedIn and I hit up, I did the corporate interview and then I went out to LinkedIn and Facebook and I reached out to all the loan officers to get what they, Hey, what do you think? And the speed of what they came back to me with and the support to me was amazing. And to me, you know, you have pricing, you know, as a broker, you always have competitive pricing. You always go borrow or pay. There's a lot of ways you can kind of mess with the rate to make it work for you. But one thing that I thought was really neat was there's a very big community at Edge, and they're very like-minded people. A lot of them are entrepreneur types that allow you to accelerate as much as you want, or you can stay where you're at. You can, um, and the support is still there. They have a big Facebook group. Everyone is on. There's 400 of them. You can send out your questions. Um, there's a guy I met through LinkedIn, you know, and he's checking in with me almost every other week. There's no sponsorship. There's nothing that he's getting from this. And I think that just speaks to the community that Edge has, and they're, and they're protective of it too. You sponsor someone, you bring them in, they go through the corporate interview process. You make sure they are a good fit for you, but you're a good fit for them, and they, they do a good job of that. Um but there's a lot of support there. I know it's not just you're on your own, a lot of support. They have a great management team, and they truly support the broker. And then they partner with one of the benefits with Edge is they're one of the top five mortgage brokerages in the country. So when you work with some of these big lenders, the investors, whatever you want to call them, you know, one likes UWM, you have HomePoint, you have Caliber, you have all these, you get, a lot of AEs. One thing I didn't realize was you get concierge AEs. I didn't even know about this. You get a guy that just fixes edge problems. That And then you don't get that a lot, a lot of places because of the volume thing. So it's an easy way to tie in to be an entrepreneur mindset like myself, but you still get the big benefit of the big lender, in my opinion. Great insights. And I think the other thing that people need to be aware of, and I don't want to name any other names, but... You also researched a number of other companies, and some of those other did. companies didn't get back to you. That, that's true, and that's one thing that whenever we were making this decision, as mortgage professionals, you're always busy. You're always on your phone. You're at your house. Everyone works from home, the majority of us. You have kids. You have dogs. You're running between sports. It's so easy not to reach out, and we get it. We just give you a pass, right? But I was very impressed with Edge. Everyone I reached out to got back from your in a very quick manner. Some of the other companies, I reached out to their loan officers, and it took a little while. They did get back to me. I would say they did. Um, but there were multiple companies that I interviewed with and had multiple options. And um, they're all great companies, to be honest. And I think the biggest is, you know, for me with my technology, that was my biggest driver was some companies had overlapping technology that I was going to have to pay for. 
And I didn't need overlapping technologies because I already had my technology. And Edge allowed me to run with my full technology suite. So that was a, also another big factor in it. What are, as we're winding down, I mean, you and I could talk for hours on this, but what are some of the things that you can do or you see people doing out there that really helps improve the borrower experience and helps with engagement? What are some of the little things, whether it's a handwritten note or mm. some of the other tools yeah. out there that can be automated? Share a couple of those tips and tricks with our listeners. Yes, that's a great question. So when you talk to net promoting score, it's about creating uh, usually two to three experiences during a transaction. That is how you pr de define your net promoter score. Usually it's done through all these surveys. But one thing that I have found is, you know, if once you fill out an application, you always get a handwritten note with a gift card. I don't want to load all my secrets, but that's one of the ones that goes out right away. Um, and that's just saying, hey, thanks for your business. There's a lot of people out here competing for it. I hope I'm the fit for you, and I might not be, to be honest, and that's okay. But, you know, here's a gift card. I just want to thanks for your application. And then as we go through to focus on the bar experience, so you get a gift card when the application comes, every step, the software we have, as I move the widget, you get an email and a text every step. Appraisal's been ordered, appraisal, and it goes out to the realtor. So a lot of these things are automating, increasing their experiences, you know, um, the state of Texas is very, they don't like handwritten notes anymore for the buyer to send the seller handwritten notes anymore. And I said, okay, well, I can send a video message. Let's do that. Let's try that. So I send video messages on behalf of my client and the realtor to the listing agent, tell them everything about it, and he gets updates too. That's a benefit to the borrower. The realtor gets a benefit of that. Then we get into closing. And one thing we also do with speed is we issue our closing disclosure with our initial docs if we have the whole file. So the eight-day rule of federally close, well, once I issue that, I now can close in less than two weeks. And I tell the listing agent, this is how I'm doing this. And then once I get the appraisal updates, they're like, wow, we're already ahead of it, right? And then it all ties to the borrower experience. He doesn't understand all this is going on behind, and, and that's, that's fine. But for him, he's getting the product service behind it that's gonna allow him to make decisions where, hey, you, you, would you like to close early? Would you like to close on time? We can create that experience that goes into net promoting score. Yep. Then we get into closing. Uh, we have closing gifts we always send out. You know, most time lenders aren't at closing, but we will send, I always call the attorney's office to make sure all the wires and money, or all the money's been wired in, everyone's on the same page. Then I call them with any last questions. We have to review the CD. So they're in a good spot. And usually you have a pretty nice closing once everyone's on the, the same page. And then we do follow-ups with them. You know, that's kind of the other thing. And keeping engaged with them and through social media. Social media, I believe, is one of the biggest tools that loan officers have for keep to keep up with people. You know, you kind of get a part of their family, and it's a, it's a good way to keep up with them. But Well, I love how you're interacting all the and in having content to hit all of those different touch points. Mm -hmm. And when you can automate it, something doesn't fall through the cracks. Like you said, we all get busy. We all got a number of things going on. But if you can automate it and still keep it very personal and humanize your brand, that's what's going to help people stand out. Absolutely. See, you have a wealth of knowledge and expertise. I could keep asking you more and more questions. But if somebody wanted to find out more about Aviator Home Loans, if somebody wanted to find out more about VA loans, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Really the best way is call or text me. 
901-497-9877. That's still the best way to get a hold of me. And then uh, email, obviously, is the second best, but I still think personal interaction on the phone visually is the best way. Um, but then you can go to steve.ton, T-O-N, at edgehomefinance.com is the second best way to get a hold of me. Steve, thank you. You've been a wealth of knowledge and expertise. We greatly appreciate you sharing. And thank you for being a guest on this episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.